When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blog Talk Radio. So now it's time to turn it up Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up We all up in your area like landscape Definitely bringing you the power slamming pancakes It's the mandate that you tune in It's time to move out so we can move in And recognize that this is no illusion I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion It all started off in the book of Genesis When Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him He touched his hip but he really couldn't have devoured him And from that point then we hear a name change Rearrange the game so now we gotta change Brains, uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go! Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Turn it up! You are now listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. Indeed, 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 ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 348. I am Chris Featherstone and this is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Live and living, killing and funky like a monkey, if you will. Got a lot to cover tonight, so we'll jump right into the weekly interview. Uh, Blizzard Ball is coming up on December 2nd at the House of Hardcore event uh, and joints matters with David Hero of Great Lakes Championship Wrestling. And one of the features of the night on December 2nd is Robbie E. So Robbie E. is back on the show to talk a little bit about Blizzard Brawl his time in TNA, independent wrestling compared to WWE nowadays, and just uh, his thoughts on that. And he has a lot to talk about, about some more subjects that are really, really interesting as well. So Robbie's back on the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the interview from Robbie. On the other side, we're going to talk about just a a really interesting conversation about uh, why pro wrestling has lost its luster uh, based on some comments that the former WWE talent said that we'll talk about. Uh, we got a fan's choice again this week. We have another bracket. We're going to talk about the best jobber in WWE, WCW history. If it wasn't for the enhancement talent that's 
we'll talk we'll see in the interview and the comments that was said about pro wrestling if it wasn't for these enhancement talents a lot of the big stars wouldn't be who they are because they needed somebody to really boost them up and make them feel like larger than life brother so ladies and gentlemen enjoy the interview from robbie e we'll be back on the other side Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Featherstone, Pancakes and Power Slam show. Uh, I was <laughs> I was just talking to this person off air, and uh, this person is quite the busy person. Uh, not only from a professional standpoint, from but from a parenting standpoint, uh, being the best father that he possibly can be, uh, as you can see by the wonderful children, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, being a father of three. <laughs> Well, three myself understand the ups and downs of uh, parenting. Sometimes it can be stressful, but it's always a you know, it's a wonderful gift no matter what. So, Robbie E, how are you doing tonight? Perfect. Oh, oh yeah. It's a, I was expecting one guest, but I'll have three. That's the, that's three times as better than I thought. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, you know, after your uh, departure from Impact, which we'll tackle just a, 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 uh, just a hair, but Robbie E. has been, you know, he's, he's one of the king of the independents, but mostly uh, Robbie E. has been really popularizing himself as being uh, one of the king of the podcast world. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of, and I'll start this podcast, uh, it'll be seven years in April. And, uh, you know, there wasn't a lot of podcasts out then, but uh, I- I've uh, adjusted to the times and, and was able to, uh, you know, evolve and doing some things that- that's still catchy. But nowadays, there's a lot of wrestler podcasts. <laughs> a lot of wrestlers and wrestling agents realize the, the the boom of the podcast industry but you know a lot of a lot of wrestlers talk about their stories things like that that's always good and I, I love having people talk about their stories on my podcast but you do something unique you actually bring people in instead of always putting yourself over you put over your guests in their particular stories and so for those who haven't listened to your podcast which I, I'd imagine this <laughs> about every wrestling fan has. Let them know about why it ended. Yeah. 
bunch of them. Um, a good buddy of mine, JTG, and uh, also I was uh, uh, listening to Chloe Blanchard. I listened to Coco Bewares. Um, I listened to it quite a bit. And, um, you know, I, the interesting part is just, uh, and I've interviewed a lot of people that you have, and they've told their stories, and they've told their stories in other interviews too, but I think that you and Cone are able to really dig into their stories enough for them to really uncover some things that may have not been talked about in other podcasts, which which is good. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Living, making a living. 
as opposed to WWE. And I've noticed, you know, I've, I've had Jim Brunzel on my show before, and he was talking about how they were kind of doing this in the 80s as well, just kind of acquiring talents from like an NWA, AWA, just to kind of like dilute the competition. I see a lot of that now, especially with the UK market, uh, talking about, you know, Walter being signed and a lot of other signs, starting a NXT UK brand, <laughs> an entire brand dedicated to the UK. What are your thoughts on, on WWE just really uh, having an eye for the recruitment and season of talent to dilute the competition because the independence in is booming so much? Coming up, uh, Blizzard Brawl, good buddy of mine, David Hero, puts that together every year. You're one of the featured names on the show. I believe it's uh, December the 2nd, if I'm not mistaken. Let the listeners know about that. Patreon and support 
It should be fun. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. Well, I appreciate you on the show. All right, bye bye. Bring what you got. The measuring stick just changed around here, buddy. You're looking at it. Four corners, three. On mine. Let's go. The whole squad is making it clear We taking this year You know who we are But you don't know why we here So this is where the big boys play These big boys play Like who defies the living God Get out the big boys way Outsiders with the swoop in We live as kings You see in us But our third man waits in the wings And when the time is right We shock him with the proper attack I go for dolo but ain't solo Cut the promo in black Hollywood Hendrix Prizzle pinning them to the max. And I'm Das Wonderkin with the strength of a hundred men. With one intent to see the will fulfilled of the one who sent his son to give himself. But you rap about your gaps and your rags torture. White coffins when I drop a bomb. My mic's awesome. Never lost faith. You in all space. You can all skate. Suffer but never cripple. No bin walls in my cross face. From here to Saturday raving. Anticipating. I was frostbit. Now I am glacier. Mixed with some Vader. Get to hawking with these animals. Using God for my defense in Alabama we jamming that's beautiful Bobby eating me and Priest we the dangerous alliance nah the Harlem Heat tie the do rag before we do battle you're talking shit you are what you speak this too still a number is took back we repping that wolf pack the foundation shaking no mistaking yeah we shook that trusting God we trust pushing forward never look back meekness ain't at all weakness some people mistook that stamping out this crook rap he turning the power we're on, on the razor's edge, leg drop after a power bomb. Tired of the lies, man, we bringing the truth through. Diligent and fruitful, the owners in our group too. It's good to be king, sold out this war is brutal. We playing them war games, our army go move too. You too, I'm in the raptors with a bat in my hand. And stand to shatter all your plans so they don't matter. And the grand scheme is that easy. We tag teaming, sign the brothers, we love it, demand the win, establish it, fit the clash to the champions. <laughs> this is where the big boys play, huh? We ain't here to play. All right, ladies and gentlemen, episode 348. This is the Pancakes and Power Slam Show. I am Chris Featherstone. We are here, we are live, and let me we're having some fun as always. And we are going to continue to have some fun here on the Pancakes and Power Slam show. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to have a big give a big thank you to Robbie E that was on the show. Second time on the show for Robbie E. And uh just uh, continued uh fun, just continued excitement uh from uh from Robbie E. And uh be sure to check Blizzard Brawl. Blizzard Brawl, Blizzard Brawl, Blizzard Brawl, uh for Robbie E. And uh, December 2nd, uh, it is, like I said before, it's a joint uh, event with the um, uh, Great Lakes Championship Wrestling with uh, with the House of Hardcore. Um, so that is uh, a very fun and exciting uh, time for the uh, for the House of Hardcore slash uh, Great Lakes uh, uh, family. <clears throat> Blizzard Brawl has been going on for a while now. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. So we have a lot to talk about tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on the Pancakes and Power Slam show, episode 348. 
uh, trying some fun things, some new things. Um, and just, uh, again, a live audience, let me know how everything is on the show. Uh, there were some, some things that we were working on last week, uh, but made some modifications and chat room. Let me know where you at, brother. Everything good? Brandon says good. Uh, Rob says, yo, brother, what's going on to the Pancakes and Power Slams world, brother? Um, let's see. I'm going to try something uh, something else fun and exciting. Um, let me see here. Uh, how's everybody doing? Brandon says good. Rob says yo. Um, let me know how everything's going right now. You good? Though no lagging. What's good? Okay. Everything good? What's up, Gruss? What's up, Dustin? Chris, how you feeling? <clears throat> Thank you, Brandon. I had a cold last week. <clears throat> yeah, and I still um still going through uh some things. Um yeah, still still not feeling the best right now, but uh, still still feeling much better than uh, than before. So, um, all right, let me know. Uh, Gabriel saying, uh, "What's up, Gabriel? Say you gonna say you were dropping in? Got to go to sleep at four. Got to got to wake up at four in the morning, man. Wow, that is uh, <laughs> that's some that's some dedication right there." Um, Definitely appreciate you uh, coming on the show. Um, <clears throat> take some Tussin, you'll feel better. <laughs> some uh, some Robitussin, I, I imagine that you, uh, you're you referring to. Some good old Robitussin, brother. Um, yeah, Jose, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, yeah, that's that's quite crazy. Uh, all right, so let me see what y'all think. Are we good right here? Everybody see the chat? Gross said he got to work, work at uh, at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I hope you got some sleep, Gross. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> drink lots of OJ when I catch colds. Yeah, I do too. I do too, Brandon. I drink a lot of uh, orange juice as well. Uh, um, does, uh, does everybody see their chats right there? Jersey, what's up? Chris, you're the man. Woo, what's up, Jose? Thank you. Does everybody see each other's, uh, everybody see y'all's chats? Um, let me know if y'all see that. That's my goal, to to uh, have these chats up live like this. So. Oh, you see it, Rob? Good stuff. <clears throat> All right. Um, and again, Brandon said he sees it as well. That's good to know. Um, and let me see here. All right, so if you see this right here, the Patreon uh, love here, uh, follow Pancakes and Power Slams at Crave Wrestling, and then join the uh, uh, Patreon at um, at uh, www.patreon.com slash pancakeslams. Um, so yeah, good stuff, guys. I uh, appreciate you all being a part of uh, the show tonight, and we're going to have some fun. We're going to have a whole lot of fun <clears throat> on the Pancakes and Power Slam show. As you can see by the plug there, 
follow Chris Featherstone at Chris Prolific. And also, we appreciate your support. And there's the Patreon right there, patreon.com slash pancakes and power slams. <clears throat> Dustin says, anybody want to do the last assignment for my classroom? Yeah, I put up on my assignments. I did this entrepreneur class this past week and put a full business plan. Um, uh, Dustin, um, I feel you, man. Uh, I am a PhD student, so uh, there's been plenty of times where I would <laughs> I wanted people to to do my uh, do my assignments uh, for me. So I totally understand. <clears throat> but you know, that takes the fun out of it. <clears throat> that takes the fun out of it. Learn it yourself. <laughs> so now there, now there's some negotiation in the chat rooms, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, exactly. I could do it easy, Rob says, but no, you wouldn't feel the accomplishments. Um, Jose is asking, ask Chris, can you bring Matt Morgan on your show? Sure. If he wants to come on my show, absolutely. Um, Matt's a nice guy. I've talked to him off air. I've been on the wrestling podcast with them a few times and um nice guy um <clears throat> all right so uh the the flavor of the week this week i have 16 names 16 names 16 enhancement talent names <laughs> 16 names of enhancement talent ladies and gentlemen um that's yeah so let me show y'all actually. Um, the best jobber in WWE history. The best jobber in WWE history. So you have 16 names right there <laughs> from all around the globe, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this is going to be fun. So you know, I was I was debating putting Kurt Hawkins on there, um, but. Uh, <laughs> Chris said Virgil as well. I think that's a good one too. Um, uh, I was debating putting Kurt Hawkins on there, uh, but he, you know, because of his 230 some odd, uh, um, you know, 237 or 236 uh, losing streak. Yeah. Um, Jose's asking, who is your favorite wrestler right now? My favorite wrestler right now is um, uh, number one is still Jay Lethal, ladies and gentlemen. Still got to give it up for Jay Lethal. He's still the man, as uh, Goldberg would say. The man. Uh, yeah, I still believe that Jay Lethal is the best wrestler in the world. And uh, can't nobody say anything different about that. That's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, so give me a give me an update. How's everything going as far as the um, the podcast is concerned? Keep me posted, chat room. How everything is? Is there is there any lag? Is everything is everything going good? Um, keep me posted. So I want to make sure that everything's going good. Blue Chew said, uh, sounds good. <clears throat> Brandon says, good. How about everybody else? Um, <laughs> Blue Chew said, man, but it's on fleek. 
Yeah. <laughs> ah, I love it. I love it. As a matter of fact, uh, I think you let me know if y'all hear this applause. Because based on the software, you should be able to hear this applause. Um, let me know if you hear it. Did you hear the applause? Um, all right, Brandon heard it. Good stuff. All right. <laughs> um, I very loud. Good. <laughs> very good. Um, all right. So there was an Ask Chris question. Jose said, uh, Chris, you're my favorite podcaster. Man. Thank you. You heard it, and now you are you hear nothing. You're you're deaf. Okay. That is good to know. That is not it's not good enough that you're deaf.
uh, a little awkward in the ring, honestly. But, uh, you know, he was the man in, in impact. So, uh, you know, more power to him. You know, he's being successful, more power to him. Uh, but personally, eh, wasn't really, wasn't, haven't really been, been a big fan. Um, Jose, the opening segment of what? Raw or SmackDown? Hey, Seuss, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Water figure, Fury, I don't, I don't know. I don't know yet. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe Wilder. <clears throat> maybe Fury. I, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, okay. So, so Gress is talking about this all elite wrestling. <laughs> he said, three of us like the What's up, Sammy? Um, uh, Gress is asking, ask Chris, will certain wrestlers be given a push to stop them from jump, jumping to AEW? Let me magnify these chats here. Um, see, there, you know, there, there's some, there's some conflicting reports on that, on the AEW stuff, um, because there was, um, yeah, there's just some conflicting reports on that stuff, and I, I think that it might be blown, blown out of proportion, honestly. Um, yeah, it might be blown, it might be blown out of proportion. I don't think it. I don't think it's as um, developed as people think it is. So, um, thoughts on growing rumor of the alleged new promotion AEW? Okay, so Lex is asking that as well. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of. Yeah, they already filed a couple of trademarks. I think the All Out was one of them, and there was another trademark that they filed. Um, you know, it might be a TV series. It might be, I, you know, they were talking about um, the, I think, it, the people who they were teaming up teaming up with uh, to, to fund it, to help fund it. Yeah, you know, I, I think if, you, you know, it's one of those things that if you oversaturate something, that's that's the uh, if you oversaturate stuff, uh, yeah, all in was good because it was an anomaly. But if you keep doing that every week and build up to it, I'm not quite sure how I feel about that. Uh, Rob was asking, what do you think about WWE using all in and elite so often over the last month? Anything to it, or just being petty? Well, you know they're being petty. <laughs> you, you know they're doing, you know they're being petty. Uh, yeah, if CM Punk commentates AEW, I think that would be a big boost because um, you know people love their CM Punk. So, um, I I know that there was another Axe Chris question here as we're scrolling here. Uh, Rob, uh, Jonathan Gresham. What do I think of Jonathan Gresham here? Um, I've seen him. I've seen him in the ring. Uh, I, I'm a big fan. Uh, of his of his work for sure, um, yeah. Uh, I think uh, he definitely wouldn't be a good size for WWE because he's just not. He's just, he's very small. I've seen him wrestle live. Very small guy, very talented, but definitely doesn't fit the size requirement really in WWE. You have to be you have to be like an anomaly, like Rey Mysterio. He fits because he wears a mask. He looks different. 
and he's been competing for you know 30 years almost and you know he, he was such a big wcw guy um also brian cage and mjf i've had brian cage on my show twice he's uh i i was i i hope that brian cage you know he's x division feuding with uh uh, Sam Callahan and you know him and, and Phoenix and Pentagon uh, been, have been feuding against uh, uh, Callahan and uh, the uh, OVE. <clears throat> but I think Brian Cage should be in the world title picture, honestly. Um, MJF, I like MJF. I think MJF brings. Uh, I think he brings that heel type of flair that you know I've talked about on the show before it's it's been it, it, he brings that heel quality that's been lacking for for a while um and, I, and I'm a big fan of that so um big fan of MJF so all right <clears throat> let's bring Evan Tech Proud on the show uh let's get him on the show Evan Tech Prouts hey yo yo Going on, uh, crazy, crazy day. Get to be on the airways, be on the mothership, if you will. Uh, can y'all can y'all hear Evan? Just to make can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear Evan fine? Can you hear me? Hear hear y'all. Should be clearer than should be clearer than ever, actually. At this point. Hey, excellent. Yes, Brandon, Tammy, Jose, Jesus Jr. Awesome. Praise him. Anybody else gonna say yes? Can I do the roll call? Lee, Rob West. Okay, <laughs> calling out on the name. Shout, shout out to the. Uh, I, I mean, you, you're the college. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the you, Featherstone, for for being. I underestimated you, brother. Now everyone knows me, Ever Evil Street. I'm an IT professional, 20 plus years. I can be one of the biggest trollers there is, but I'm like everybody know. Mr. Chris Featherstone here, <laughs> big troller with, with the Michigan, the Michigan, uh, Michigan statuses in Ohio State. Yes. Oh man, I, I don't want to say. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and 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 everyone knows that listen to this show even new. I live, born and raised Baltimore, Maryland, Baltimore City. Yes, the Wire, mm-hmm. all of that. I live in it. Live through it. It's worse than what it is on TV. Murderland is where I'm from. We are not known for college football. We do not care about college football, college basketball, the Ravens, and the Orioles. But my turf put up a bigger fight against your Ohio State Buckeyes than Michigan. That was crazy to me. But it's also a bun. It's all cool. Uh, Ace said, nice bun. So uh, yes, thank you. Good man. to be here. Appreciate Our backs are better. <laughs> Raw sucks. Yes. SmackDown was lackluster. Oh. Starcade was like oh, superstars. On we only get an hour. Starcade was this 1986? Uh, no, no uh, DC Wizards love. 
No. GHP. Um, you're right. I'm not going to say that word. And and I'm not sure where you're from, GHP, but come to Baltimore. We don't say Baltimore. It's Baltimore. So come to Baltimore City. I'll give you a nice little uh, tour. Featherstone not afraid of Baltimore. You come to Baltimore, Featherstone. I'm in Ohio two, three times a year. So. So good. No, I'm, you know, I've never been to Baltimore. I, 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 the closest I came to Baltimore was uh, Sandy Springs. Oh, that's, um, that's, that's the county. Probably about, yeah, about, about 45 county. minutes away. Yeah. That is nothing like <laughs> the city. That is the county. Yeah, so that's, that's, as, that's as far as I've been. So I uh, about a couple of years ago, usually my wife and I go fly somewhere for our anniversary, and I, and I surprise her typically. And uh, last year, um, uh, I took her to, uh, well, two years ago, I think I took her to D.C. And um, I took her to a jazz event, uh, a Friday event. Uh, so I drove from D.C. to Sandy Springs. So it's a nice, very nice outing. Very nice night. Very nice. I love jazz. So it was a very nice jazz night. So. I was going to come to Baltimore uh, and surprise you, man, and uh, but, uh, it was like 11 o'clock at night. So, <laughs> so you know we don't sleep in the city. Back home. We don't sleep <laughs> yeah, in the city. Imagine, you I'm got, from got, Ohio, so I was sleeping. <laughs> yeah, everything down there closed early. Y'all be done 9 p.m. It's like 3 a.m. over there. Like, come on now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ohio's is very yes, yes. Well, personally, I'm a you know you know I'm a night owl, but. Yeah. Not not a lot of Ohioans can say the same thing for sure. So, um, I think there's aggressive saying Texas versus everything. You know, I actually want Texas to win this week. Um, That's why they go against Bama, right? Yeah. Uh, Texas is supposed to go against Oklahoma. So Oklahoma. Uh, I am I am very pro pro Texas. I hope they beat Oklahoma because if they beat Oklahoma, um, that means Ohio State's most likely in the playoffs. Um, Jesus was my favorite jazz artist. My favorite jazz artist is Norman Brown. Big mm. Norman Brown. Yeah. I was Norman Brown asking, uh, who do you see? Hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, Norman Brown is the goat. Um, <clears throat> Jose is asking, who do you see? Seen a feud all the way to Mania? That's a good question. He's supposed to be coming back in a few weeks. After Bumblebee. Um. <laughs> yeah, he'll be feuding with the Bumblebee. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he did. Um, uh, you know, huh? Has to be somebody Sorry. Who is Marcus Miller? You know, I'm a bass man. I play bass. Marcus Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's good. Um, that's a good question. Rob is saying Cena, Cena Shane. Uh, I'll be cool with Cena Lars, actually. I'd be fine with that. You know, um, you know Lars, isn't me a this Lars Sullivan promo remind me of the old Nathan Jones, the Colossus of Bugger Road promos back in 03? I am not a fan at all of Lars Sullivan's promos. I think it's uh, I. Like, oh. Are you in the dark room? Like, <laughs> where are you at? You like stone? Yes. You just sit yeah. there, your mouth open. I am open, not a fan at all of Lars Sullivan. Sniffing and snotting, and he's in a dark place. Yeah, and, and he's 
And but you have like that, that big show type of talk where he just kind of spits when he talks. And it's like, dude, it's, don't, I'm not a fan. I'm just, I'm not, I'm a fan of Lars as a big man. You know, he can go, he looks great, you know, physique wise. He has that big guy type of look to him, and I'm a fan of it. But, uh, dude, has to get a mouthpiece. Even if Leo Rush has a faction or something like that. It's my man, Lars Selman. Lars, Lars, Lars. My man, Lars Selman. <laughs> uh, something. He needs a mouthpiece for sure. Get him we off the mic far away. When, when he was feuding with, uh, when he was feuding with Alistair Black, uh, uh, and he was talking all that time. And Alistair Black, he shouldn't have stopped. He shouldn't have started talking a lot too. That his character too. Well, um, just to just to let you know, speaking of Neo Neo Rush, uh, Leo Rush, I said Neo Rush. We've officially deemed. Chaco Brock or Bobby Lashley between Bobby Lashley, Leo Rush, Drew Ziggler, and Corbin is the Gingy Force. So we're just calling uh, Bobby Lashley Gudo. You know anything about Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. You can Google it. They're pretty much called the Gingy Force. Did the Joe characters of Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> Anyone listening? Look, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, the Gingy Force. That, that's what that's what Lashley is. And, and Leo was uh, yeah. okay. Can, can, okay, I know you don't like Sting and Taker, but all this Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Can we? Can, can we just stop? We don't. Yeah. Um, I like Brown versus Lars too, Dustin. I like that idea. Um, but how about WrestleMania now? I think that's a uh, you know maybe. Eh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I think Gress was asking uh, who I think uh, the Royal Rumble winners should be. Gress said uh, Lars Sullivan the cheap hide and Reich. Oh, I'm sure DHP wouldn't like that comment. Um, yeah. um, do you think he'll slot in the current feud between Corbin and the boys when they go to a different director, maybe a call-up? Okay. Um, right now, they're, it's like the three is Balor, Strowman, and uh, Elias. So yeah, I don't know if they'll fit. It's just like it's three versus three. So. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Gress is asking who, uh, who I think is going to win the Royal Rumble. Uh, Drew McIntyre. I think Drew McIntyre is. Uh, Let's get into some headlines. Um, And again, play of the week, best jobber in WWE, WCW history. So that's going to be quite fun. Um, (laughs) I got 16 names. Quite fun. That was some work. All right, without further delay. (laughs) Headlines
So Gilbert, Gilbert, uh, he was recently uh, in a he was recently interviewed by podcast and he had interesting uh, comments on um, just the state of why why it wouldn't why why what's going on with wrestling why wrestling has lost its luster that he was talking about. I'll assume he's asking what I think of um, I versus Cena. Huh. Mm. No. Black doesn't, Black doesn't really appeal to me that much either. Um, good, good for NXT, but I don't think Oscar Black would be like the man in WWE. He's one of those people that know the main roster. So I mean, keep him on NXT, and I think that it'll help him if he was on stayed on NXT at least for the foreseeable future. Because just putting him on the main roster uh, is not the best idea, in my opinion. I can see him being caught up. There was some some talks of him being caught up, um, but I don't really see them doing much with him. Honestly, I don't see I don't see much going on with the uh, the Alistair Black. <clears throat> All right, so let's let's look at this Gilbert interview. Actually, this is actually from WrestlingInc.com. I'm sure everybody can see that there. Um, all right, so Gilbert was on a completely damaged radio podcast, and he shared his thoughts on why pro wrestling has lost its luster. Um, <clears throat> that's the piece that I wrote, actually. He feels the wrestlers are not booked on the level they used to be. It's suggests a solution to change this problem. So this is what he said. He quotes, my true feeling is you need to go back to having jobbers, or at least guys who don't win uh, a lot and perform on house shows. Because of the fact you can put Randy Orton against, say, Jeff Hardy on TV and then put it on a house show and expect to pack the house. The way WWE used it, uh, used to do it, is that they had the big names beat up these lesser-named guys, uh, but the reason they packed the house is because it was a big name against the big name, uh, and you never got to see that on TV, except for the very last match, and always ended, oh no, we're going to <clears throat> go into next week. You have to find out next week what the end of the match is. So, you know, and then I talked about, when I was writing the piece, I was thinking about on Nitro, how Shivani and Heenan would, you know, kind of play with that cliffhanger, and, and, right. and how the cliffhanger, uh, the, how the cliffhanger element has really, I mean, went to the wayside. I mean, I used to be so excited to watch Nitro every week, you know, and because of that cliffhanger, I would be excited to watch it the next week, and and, and somebody would, we gotta go, we're out of time, and then we gotta go. Tina would say, no, 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 I mean, I love that, man, and they would play uh, the now it's fade just, button, it would kind of go black, then it, yeah. then it wouldn't fade out, yeah, fade again. Fade, yep. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so we goes on and says uh, life regarding those the wrestlers fighting lesser name talent quote it makes them larger than they are because they're just crushing these people um so i mean i, I would think i you know he talked about how that would cause arenas to be packed and it really filled them up uh he said everywhere you went it would be packed 
uh, you know, as far as making the wrestlers feel, you know, large in life. So I, I, uh, I'm, I'm a fan of what Gilbert is saying here. I think I've stressed this many times and I definitely think that it's something that the WWE is really, really struggling and doing. And I think that it's, uh, it's something that should be implemented, uh, really in, in, in the product now. And, and it's not, and it's not there. It just seems like the WWE is not really paying attention to focusing on making the wrestlers larger than life. And that's the problem that I, that's the problem that I have with WWE. It seems like they're so caught up into the, uh, the, the network and the, and the, and the actual, uh, uh, the actual, uh, Money and the social media and all and all that. It seems like they're really not yeah. focusing on the characters. Thank you, GSP. So, uh, you read the the post, good piece. Thank you. It's, uh, so yeah, it's it's like it's an analogy, and, and we you know we we are you know we're fathers, so you know you feed our kids a full meal. And like WWE, like you said, your point. They're so focused on like the meat, you know. They're focused on you know the meat, the chicken and the beef or the steak or the pork. And it's like that's cool, but you gotta have vegetables and the potato. And you yeah. can't forget about that. And like you said, the small state. If you look at WWE, besides Roman, the last two big monster personalities they had, they did with Gilbert, Dwayne Gil, a good friend of mine he's from Maryland. Um, they did exactly what he said. Look at Strowman. How did Strowman get over? I mean, yeah, he was the Y family. Who remembers that? And the ugly choke toss thing he did. But they fed him jobbers oh, every yeah. week. Every week. Every <laughs> week. He got huge. Yeah, that was nasty. That little choke took me Elmo hug thing. But they used jobbers <laughs> to get Strowman over. And he said, I want more yep. competition. So get him out. Right. Look look Nia Jack. Look look at look at look at Ryback or Cryback. Or mm-hmm. the same thing. They fed him jobbers. And the WWE would do that. Like you said, I'm I'm not sure if, if it will pack houses, but to Gilbert's credit, it will make everyone look monster. We remember Superstars yep. Saturday night. WCW Pro. WCW Power Hour, Hour, Live Wire, Sunday Night Heat, Sandwich Mean Event. How many times have we seen jobbers? One hour we got seven minutes, more than what we get in the three hour raw. Yep. Gotta love the cryback, ladies and gentlemen. Cryback. He talks like that. Remember in the the elevator? Last year. How you doing? What's up, man? He really do talk like that. I'm going to Florida (laughs) for. I can't talk to you. I start talking. Why are you so dry? <laughs> this is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Uh, <laughs> I'm your host. Oh, just got breaking news. I believe Edge's mom passed away. Oh, no. Definitely prayers go to Edge's mother. That's so sad. Yeah. Uh, prayers go to the Copeland family. That's uh, always sad. Uh, so, GSP said Chris back. So, definitely prayers go to uh, Edge um, and his uh, and his family. That's really tough. And uh, um, also, uh, uh, 
But uh, Beth Phoenix, I was like, what is her name? <laughs> Beth, Beth Phoenix. Uh, just the whole family. Uh, definitely prayers for them. Um, all right. So um, let's uh, let's talk some more. So so uh, Braun Strowman, he's out. He, he got injured. Um, and yeah, so that's quite interesting on, on how they are going to do that with um, with Strowman. Uh, it, it seems it seems as if they're going to um, he's going to be out for a while. He's got that elbow surgery. For, for what I heard, it's been something that's been nagging for a while, um, and so it's it'll be it'll be going on for you know it's, it's been a thing for for a while now, and, and he's been waiting for surgery. They wrote him off pretty good as far as just you know working that elbow in, in the gimmick. Uh, so yeah, I think they did a good job with that at least. So I think personally, I think that if Strum is going to be gone for, um, a couple of months, at least, you know, at least a month, I think that's when, you know, I think, you know, that's when you insert, uh, Bray Wyatt. That's another headline. He came back with, um, he, he came back. Um, a, a Starcade. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I think I, I think the thing is with with Bray Wyatt is they don't have anything for this guy. They they don't. I mean, and and you better not turn Bray Wyatt heel again. Don't turn him heel again. I oh, his heel run was so just boring. It was just monotonous. It was. It didn't really go anywhere. And I think the biggest thing with Bray Wyatt is that he's over. He has the mic work. He has the promo skills. He was getting cheered. Let him, let him stay face, but have him, you know, he was, he, he's never been a singles face. He was, you know, he turned face when he was with Matt Hardy. So he'll actually have an opportunity to, um, to become face. Yeah. GSP is saying came back at Starcade, but no raw appearance or promo. Yeah. Yeah. Just, doesn't make any sense. Uh, oh, Bray Wyatt versus Bobby Lashley. Wyatt kidnaps Leo Rush. I like that, Susie. I think that's a good idea. I like it. Um, Gross is asking, I got a feeling that John Cena, uh, he's, he's saying he got a feeling that John Cena would beat the Brock for 7, 735. Give big match, yeah, in the New York market. Um, <laughs> oh my! Oh, you gotta have JBL. Uh, <laughs> you gotta have JBL comments. Big Mass John. Does anybody miss Jibble? JBL Jibble. Does anybody miss him? I don't. I don't. I don't. I think. I think that he was. I think that he was good when he was there. Okay. I mean, you know, he he had it. Yeah, but yeah, Taz was too. Um. But, eh, I mean, he was he was a good hand when he was there, but he he's kind of he's kind of forgettable, honestly. Um, so yeah. Any other Ask Chris questions? Let me know what you got. Ask Chris questions. Was he going um, to Hall of Fame? Yes, I, I I definitely think that JBL goes in the Hall of Fame. Good old JBL. Um, now, if he will delete you real quick on Twitter. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I heard. Real blocky, real quick. Speaking of Hulk Hogan, uh, Hulk Hogan deleted me on Twitter. So, Wait, kudos brother. to that. Brother, what did you do, brother? <laughs> kudos to that. Uh, I have no idea. I've never had any personal can, interaction with Hulk Hogan. Okay, can, can um, we get an X sign to Mr. Brand, Brandon? We saw what you said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tammy's asking, how would you fix the tag divisions? Should they merge at this point if we get new fresh matches? No, I'm not a, I don't think any I don't think we should see a merge at all, really. I mean there think there's some there's some conversations about Raw and SmackDown merging for the uh October two thousand nineteen launch. Man, that would hurt so much talent. If, if Raw and SmackDown, uh, you know, merged, that would be terrible. Um, <clears throat> as far as fixing the tag team divisions, stop having the same match every week. Stop doing this 50-50 booking crap just like they did on Raw. They had a lot. I, I've said this before. This might, I might be on an island by myself, but I like Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Um, but they have them beat AOP. First of all, you have AOP look like, you know, monsters and then um and then you have them lose to a, ran, a random match on a raw to you have to build see that's the thing with heels you have to build to those heel losses it makes no sense where you're just having a heel lose just randomly it just it makes zero sense whatsoever you had them lose on raw and then that caused a a, a, a match, a tag team title match. Instead, they should have a number one contenders match, which would make sense. This is the number one contender for the champion. You shouldn't beat the champion to become the number one contender for the champion. The champion should have a standalone waiting for their number one contender. But nowadays, the WWE has the before they scheduled the title match, they have the contenders actually beat the champions, which is a terrible idea. Um, I wouldn't do that. I would, I would completely take that away. Um, I would also have quit the 50, 50 booking build up, build the heels. ALP had a perfect opportunity before they did the P spot and all that crap. They had an, a perfect opportunity to be the dominant monster heels for a good babyface team to become important. That's that's typical classic babyface heel booking. You make the heels look like monsters, like no one can stop them. You have the babyface build their way up, play the underdog role. And you have the baby face beat the heel at the end to get that to get that extra rub. Real simple, but you're doing this 50-50. You're doing you're you're not making stars anymore, which was Gilbert was talking about. You're not making stars, which is terrible. Um, some good ask Chris questions actually. GHP, uh, well, Rob is asking how do uh, do you think WWE's writing story with the Lars and these promos that his entering work just can't live up to? I think that's a good point. Um, I think they're really going to build him as just some monster, you know, and squashing people. Maybe, you know, maybe they have an, uh, an opportunity to make him 
be a dominant person to for some baby face to get a rub on, which I would be fine with. So hopefully they're doing that instead of just having him go in the ring. Um, GSP's asking what my thoughts on current center Randy Orton. I feel like they don't know what to do with him. I agree. I don't think they know what to do with Orton, too. And I think that I, and, and here's the thing. I think that Randy Orton might have a he might have some influence on that. He might be like, I don't book big, put me part-time. I really don't care. <laughs> so I can see this whole thing. I, ideally, you know, uh, he can go against – see, I had Randy Orton versus a baby-faced Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan win the title and Mania. I think that, to me, that's much better than what they're doing with him now. Um He's on this big, you know, I don't like who you like, Daniel Bryan, the yes chance, all of that. I think that that works. But uh, now they're just, they're really, they don't have, it just seems like they don't have anything set for a lot of people right now. Uh, Gross is asking, should Lars Sullivan be heavy for a heel Shane McMahon or SmackDown? I don't think so. Uh, like I said, I don't want to see, see Shane as a heel. I don't, I don't, that'll take away. You don't need to see that. Yeah, that'll take away someone needing to be a heel. Uh, GSP said they they had some heat with Orton last month, but they but they have a problem with making him <laughs> cold instantly. Yeah, they do, um, and it's and it's sad. But you know, I don't see him being around <laughs> for for a while. Um, see, the thing is, if 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 he's a heavy for Shane's heel turn, Shane would be more important than Lars, and that would take that would take some luster away from Lars. You don't want to do that. You don't want to. You don't want Lars to be second fiddle, coming right in the gate. You don't want to do that. Because <clears throat> um, Shane would be a bigger heel than Lars is. Um, do you think? Do y'all think? Uh, Ask Chris and Evan. Who has that? <clears throat> do y'all think now Cena and Orton are done in their careers? <clears throat> uh, well, Cena's a part timer because he's a movie star now. He's made that very clear. Orton is, uh, you know, he's he's working a, a light schedule. So, <clears throat> but Orton, here's the thing with Orton. Orton's only, Orton's only 38 years old. He, I mean, he seems like he's a lot older. Yeah, he seems like he seems like he's a lot older than what he is because he's been wrestling for the WWE for 16 years. But the dude's only 38 years old. So, <clears throat> you know, if he wrestles yeah. till 43, 44 years old, he's still got another five or yeah. six years left. Yeah, and like you said, it's, uh, <clears throat> like Big Show said on, on uh, interview on another show, I'm not going to mention it, um, you know, just because, you know, we have strict rules on not promoting other shows unless it's ours or of affiliates. Um, they asked Jesus Jr. a question that he sees Jr. Orton and Cena, that, like Big Show said in a recent interview, I'm happy in my career. I've been there for almost 20 years. I've been in the business for so long. So it's to the point now, you do part-time, you do what you do, you pretty much set, but you see you got some creative control. And I, I kind of like what they're doing. Orton's kind of just floating. You know, he's kind of like uh, anybody, an anime fan, like Fist of the North Star, where you have that, that one strong guy, Ken, just walking around, just trying to find people to fight. It is, that's how he is. He's I like him being a hill. I like him attacking Ray, and before that he was attacking Hardy. 
but at the same time, is you got to give yeah. it some kind of purpose. Cena has more problems as far as yeah. media, you know, doing movies and TV and whatnot, but WWE still needs Orton Cena. You know, they're, they're still the, they're like the legends, the young legends of the young vets that still draws money and people still pay to see and still makes merchandise. So even though we may not miss Orton as much when he's gone, he does make an impact. Because right now, WWE needs star power. Reigns gone. You know, unfortunately, he's not going to be back for a while. Strowman's gone for a couple of weeks or however long he's he's there. So you need all the star power you can get. Yeah. Unless you want to keep seeing small head, bald head Shawn Michaels show up when the Cowboys head. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, thanks. <laughs> as, as a matter of fact, you know what? You guys hear this pretty well now. So I'll, uh, <laughs> so I'll break it. Michael just need to wear a wig. Right. I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this is this is this is ball head and Shawn Michaels actually right here. He, he gets he gets one. Mm. That's that's ball head Shawn Michaels ladies. Um, there was a good one. Okay, so Brandon's asking better Hogan run first WWE run or heel WCW run. I say WCW, my friend said WWE, hi, Chris. Oh, 100% first WWE run. The Real American, if it wasn't yeah. for that, he wouldn't, have, he wouldn't have had a heel WCW run. So, And plus, he wasn't heel in WCW for a long time. Because, uh, you know, he had his, you know, he had the NWO, which was fantastic. And all of a sudden, uh, uh <laughs> The, the the wolf pack and then the split which was just oversaturated and eventually the real American music comes back home. Actually, you know what? Let's see if I can find. Let's see if I can find that clip actually. Uh, with Hulk Hogan coming I, back. Uh, I, I, I love the heel Hogan. Hulk Hogan comes back. Never forget Flair saying that. Yeah. Gotta yeah, look the list. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if I can find that. Flair, Shelston, yeah. Benjamin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Shelton, Shelston. <laughs> it's funny because. I gotta find. It's funny because. Go ahead, uh, Dustin is right. Yeah, WWE is, 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 is a lot of content. Is Hogan back then, everyone screamed Hogan's name. You look, Flair. Vader, Sid, everyone, Warrior, everyone screamed his name. All interviews, I was thinking about this besides Savage, they went, Hogan, 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 oh, you know, these, oh, oh. everyone just yelled his name and screamed his name for this no reason. This is hilarious. And then Hogan, well, stuff for Undertaker. Um, I think Undertaker, Savage, and Jake, everybody screamed his name. But uh, my favorite is the NWO first run. But without the Hulkamania, wrestling, Lord knows we'd be able to wrestling. That that changed the whole the whole landscape. Yeah. Back when Hogan had the white bandana with the yellow Hulk shirt. I'm thinking of some ladies and gentlemen. Oh yes, I did. Yes, I did. I don't remember. He was on bringing this up for everybody. <laughs> Hogan comes back in the red and yellow, brother. <laughs> you gotta love it. 
Um, I'll bring it up here in a minute for everybody. <laughs> oh, man. Somebody got super excited that uh, Hogan came back, returned the red yellow. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm excited to bring this up here. Uh, oh, this one's loving here. So. <laughs> Take it back. I'm going to bring it up for everybody to see. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, the uh, baby face. Babyface Hogan, for sure, hundred percent. Babyface Hogan. There's, there's no, there's no comparison to me as far as just who's, uh, who's better. Because, uh, like I said, if it wasn't for that, um, all right, the the picture on here is not very good, but we'll do it anyways. All right, let me see if I can bring this down so everybody can see. Uh, <laughs> everybody. See, I, think, I hope this is the right one, actually. I think it is. You got Goldberg in the ring. Um, yes, that's the right one. So let me know if y'all can see this good. Um, <clears throat> this is when Hogan. This is when Hogan came back to. Well, he was already there, but uh, he returned back to the red and yellow. So, uh, all right. Let me see if y'all can see this. <clears throat> there we go. There you go. Is it playing? <laughs> yeah. There it is. Oh, man. I like the Mario to me. WCW, uh, WCW's face name. It's Hulk Hogan. Oh, you got to give it up for Shivani, man. Shivani knows how to put something over, man. Oh, you got to love it. <laughs> he did. He said, Hulk Let's walk back into the living room. You gotta love somebody. Did everybody see that, by the way? Uh, on the chat room. <clears throat> yeah. Into your text here. Oh man, the chat room. Let me know if y'all saw that actually. Uh, but yeah, that was fun. <laughs> man, somebody knows how to put something over, ladies and gentlemen. He has. I kind of like American me a little better than real American. I like both of them, but. Oh man, I, I love um, I love uh, Real American. Did y'all see that? Actually, did y'all see that uh, on the on the screen? Let me know if y'all saw that on the on the screen. Um, Hogan's pyro when he ripped the shirt off. Chat room. Let me see. That, what was it with that, that Star Wars, Star Trek, WCW? What, what was that? Battlestar Galactic, WCW. Was yeah. I hated that. You know, <laughs> That noise, WCW. Chat room, let me see if uh, chat room, let me see if y'all, let me know if y'all heard that. Let me, let me know if y'all saw that on the screen. Because uh, so I'll, be, I'll be playing, I'll be playing more. Play more some old like stock footage music. Boom, 
Like, <laughs> uh, uh, Rob is asking if I had Tony Savani as a guest. No, actually. Um, I would love to have him. I don't want to show up. But, uh... You got to call him Tony Shavanto like Boogie Woogie Man. Tony Shavanto, <laughs> baby. So Lee, so, Lee, did you saw that? Let me know. Uh, let me know if y'all saw them on the street. So I'll be playing. Brandon said, okay, hey, Sue said yes. Brandon said yes. <laughs> yes with a lot of uh, <laughs> well, laughing faces. To, to, be, to be worse, what you need yes. to do is play, Rob, yes, the, okay, yes. play the Hogan theme from TNA. Would he be? <laughs> oh, no. That, you know, uh, I think that same Hogan thing going on WCW versus the world or something like that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was on something. That could be a flavor of the week. Worst wrestling team. The band, that thing was like a low oh. rate, e- not even D, E list yeah. ripball for the NWO. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the one that was on the video game. I think that I think yeah. they ripped that from the video game. It was it was terrible. Just, first of all, the band as a as a as a name is you know poor TNA because you know remember remember um <laughs> I think I've talked about this on the show before, but remember um oh goodness, uh, Hardcore Justice. That was yes, Hardcore Justice. Uh, yes, I like I like that idea, uh, GHP. Clip of the week. I like it. I love that idea, actually. Uh, yeah, the Hogan was the clip of the week so far. Yeah, that was, that was quick. It was clip of the week. Um, uh, Hardcore Justice. Yeah, that 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 uh, pay-per-view was absolutely horrible. As uh, a matter of fact, let me pull that up real quick. Uh, Hardcore Justice and how bad that was. Um, let me see. <clears throat> I'm trying to pull up Hardcore Justice. I think that you know, and here's the here's the bad part. <clears throat> here's the bad part. Um, a really good friend of mine is, uh, um, you know, one of my a really good friend of mine is a, a fellow wrestling fan, <clears throat> and I, I think it was 2009. Actually, I think it was a year before I got married. I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Maybe 10, maybe like right, you know what, it might be 10, because I think it was right before I got married, Um, <clears throat> because I, I know, I remember I, I invited some people over, and I got married in October 2010, and this was August of 2010, so yeah, I think I invited my fiance at the time, my wife now, I, I, I think I, I know I invited like four or five people over. My wife didn't really care. She just wanted to be there. And so she didn't understand how excited I was for this kind of, this ECW type of, uh, you know, reunion type of thing to, 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 to come back. And I was really, really excited about this, actually. And uh, I was like, man, you know what? Uh, I, I, really, I wasn't a big fan of the whole EV 2.0 thing. Wasn't a big fan of that. Um, I think it was just a knockoff, but I was just, I was excited about ECW coming back in some form. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to buy, I think this might be good. So I'm going to invite some people over. 
and I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna have we're gonna have some fun and and, and get excited about this hardcore justice thing, brother. Uh, man, but I saw this and I was absolutely, uh, I was so disappointed. Um, let's look at this card right quick. Um, the FBI, uh, Guido Mariotto, Tony Luke, and his name was Tony Marmaluke, Ma- uh, Luke, typically in ECW. Um, and uh, Tracy Smothers. So they. So the thing is, one one thing I noticed about Hardcore Justice was they had so many um, uh, substitute names because of making sure that they didn't, uh, you know, legal stuff. So they had so many substitute names, and it was terrible too. It's like, dude, why are you? <laughs> Why are you having this ECW event if you're just basically uh, if you're if you're bringing people out with just some ridiculous knockoff names? And I remember that you had Guido Mariotto, uh, uh, Tony Luke, which is Tony Marmaluke, and then they fe- defeated uh, Kid Cash, Johnny Swinger, and Simon Diamond. Scorpio defeated C.W. Anderson. That actually was a pretty decent match. It was short. It was only 6.48. It was short. Um, Stevie Richards with Blue Tilly and Hollywood Nova. I should text Mike Bucci, uh, uh, Nova, or Simon Dean. <laughs> I've never asked. He's been on the show before, and I've interacted with him off air. And I should ask him how he felt about that hardcore justice run. That's actually good. P.J. Polanco. Yeah, was actually just incredible. Uh, Rhino defeated Al Snow and Brother Runt. Brother Runt, ladies and gentlemen. That was his TNA name. (laughs) And then you had uh, Team 3D uh, with Gertner defeating Axel Rotten and Balls Mahoney, which was called, this is the worst one here. Cajones. What in the world was that all about? Uh, just a terrible, I mean, it was a really bad rendition. The Raven and Dreamer match, I mean, that goes, you know, Raven defeating Dreamer, that goes back with the, 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 the story of, of Raven, you know, Dreamer not beating, never getting a chance to beat Raven. And Dreamer actually said before that he actually, when he won the title, he didn't want to win it because he wanted, he didn't want to beat Raven ever. Which I think it's, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't see how you want to want to compete in a company with. <laughs> I understand that kind of helps you, you know, kind of helps your gimmick and everything, but not ever wanting to win the title is kind of odd to me. But um, Foley was the referee that year, and then RVD and Sabu. That was actually a pretty good match uh, with RVD and Sabu. Man, what a rough, rough card. And uh, I remember watching this, and I was so embarrassed. I was so like, embarrassed to, to watch this. I was like, like oh, no, you're kidding me. Like, like you, I, I had at a pay-per-view house party, and mm-hmm. I, I just was, it was so bad. I, I remember, the only thing I remember distinctly, the lights were out, like we was at like some kind of nightclub. And 
I remember Tico Scorpio getting slapped in the face because I'm friends, you know, of course, I'm friends with Tico, CW, Tommy Dreamer. Autumn's been on the show, hung up with those guys. And I, I just noticed Sabu, too. I, I just talked to Sabu a few days ago as well. He, they, they just shake their head when they think of this. Matter of fact, they try to forget it. <laughs> with that even, it's like yeah. Robocop 3 or uh, Return of the Jedi. Matter of fact, I'm not even going to go there. The Star Wars fans, the first trilogy, <laughs> it is Predator 2. Stuff that we just never existed, it's never happened. Uh, PG Chat, uh, Benjamin Smith, thank you much. Yes, PG Chat, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, crazy stuff, man. Uh, oh, Rob, you went there. You went there live. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Um, Rob is saying when they announced uh, PJ Polanco, he put his head down, and we all chanted "Just Incredible Loud," and he said, "Oh, so much." Yes, Rob. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's awesome. Um. Uh, let's see. Dace was asking, would it have been better if Paul Heyman appeared in TNA uh, Hardcore Justice? Um. Uh, no. Um. Because I think that. Um. <clears throat> yeah. I I think that. Um, that's one of those things that it really would have had that knockoff feel to it for sure. Uh, and I really, really think that would have been uh, a really big sounding knockoff for sure. Like, I'm like, there's no way. Uh, thanks. Dad. Yeah, man. New graphics for the show. Absolutely. man. Um, I think that's, uh, <laughs> hey, if they, if they had, if they had Heyman on there, like it would have been. I mean, talk about your knockoff. Oh, that would have been really, really bad. So, uh, so no, yeah, if they would have had, there would have been no, no difference. So. All right, so I think that's all as far as the headlines are concerned. Um, hey, my head hurts looking at that call. Uh, Thank you, Father Stone. <laughs> <laughs> You got to link up the card, brother. Hardcore Justice uh, 2010, I think, I think, I brother. I might need to review that again, brother. <laughs> it, it uh, I, I, I totally forgot <laughs> that it was like four years of Hardcore Justice. But it was 2011, 2012. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That, it was rough. It was, it, was, it was rough, man. It was very, very rough. Um. Uh, Gress says the ECW live events tour in 06 was awesome. I liked I liked the the the, the respect. I, I liked the, the the first half of uh, the ECW invasion type thing for uh, for WWE, but they they jacked it up. Um, no, I've never been to the Newport Jazz Festival, uh, Hastings, but I would uh, definitely love to do that. Um. Rob says the main event was supposed to be RVD versus Jerry Lynn, but Lynn had a back injury, so Sabu filled in. <clears throat> okay. Um, I think I've heard. I think I heard that actually. Uh, 
That would be interesting to have a ECW. I've had Jerry Lynn on the show before, but just an ECW tribute type of thing. Matter of fact, speaking of that, I've got um, I've got uh, uh, Ken Dell, Kenny Dockster on the show next week, and then the week after that, I'm really excited. I, I love having Don on the show. I've had him on the show twice before, I believe. Uh, in two weeks, I'm really excited that um, <laughs> my man Rob Price. The two weeks uh, a GWF type of tribute show, and I'm really excited about that. I talked to Rob Price today, uh, GWF superstar uh, Rob Price, and uh, he's he's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks, uh, and I'm really excited about the GWF show in a couple of weeks, man. I'm, I'm really excited about it. I love me some GWF back in the day, man, and. Uh, <clears throat> And, and yeah, Rob Price is one of the biggest stars. Uh, um, he's one of the biggest stars in GWF, so I'll have I'll have him in the show in a couple of weeks. So it's gonna be fun. Um, all right. So and again, you see the Patreon that just uh, flew by here. Uh, can you ask Kenny about John Cena burial of his career? Um, sure. I mean, I I don't know if it's gonna be a uh, uh, a recording, but I can see if uh, I can see if he can be on the show for a live Q and A. He's he's done. Uh, he's I've been on the show late before, so we'll see. Um, yeah, D Max said I use a fan of uh, GW uh, GWF. Yep, uh, Patriot is my guy. I, I, yeah, I was a big Patriot fan in GW. He's my favorite in GWF. Patriot, absolutely. He got he definitely he remember. Yeah, he is. Definitely remember Rugged Rod Price. That's right, man. Rugged Rod Price is on the show. So Dustin says, uh, you believe MLW is better than Impact? Um, well, I mean, you got, you know, Sammy Callahan on, on both shows. <laughs> so, uh, and you got, you know, Pentagon and Phoenix on both shows, too. So there's not much of a difference. But I think I, I think MLW has that feel to it that's, that's appealing. I'm, I'm a big fan of MLW. Um, so yeah, I'll actually be doing some. Um, yes, D-Mac, I'll get to that. I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I'll actually be doing some media work uh, during WrestleMania weekend at MLW. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, yes, D-Mac. Yes, Tatum had the best facial reaction. Uh, Hollywood John Tatum, ladies and gentlemen. If somebody, if somebody knows where the, that guy is, let me know. Uh, last time I heard he was working in some type of Tennessee fairgrounds, man. So let me know if 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 somebody can find Hollywood John Tatum, I would have him on this show because uh, I love me some GWF. Like uh, Rob said, yeah, GWF at 4 p.m. ESPN, baby. In the mid 90s, absolutely. Every week was Patriot versus Cactus Jack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. You can't forget Al Perez. You can't forget uh, the Soul Taker, which is the Godfather. Uh, Scotty Flamingo. Uh, yeah, I like it, Ben. Hashtag Fine John. I love it. Um, uh, Sweet Daddy Falcon. Private Terry Garvin. Yep. I remember Chaz. Yep. Uh, Chris Walker, Steve Simpson. Yep. That's when Jerry Lynn was big on the light heavyweight division. Uh, the uh, When Sean Waltman was the Lightning Kid. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, GSP, uh, Patriot's actually from uh, your city. Yeah, he's a South Carolinian. 
I hope mm-hmm. I hope I didn't butcher that GHP. I think I think this I think that's why you say it's South Carolina. And also Kurt uh-huh. Angle's theme is the Patriots theme. Yeah. A lot of people yeah, forget. Remember the Patriots used to always be straining and I'm good I'm good buddies with the Patriots. He's been on my show. We we talk here and there. Not one of the nicest guys, him and his wife. But he said he had no taunt. He used to sit there and straight like he just walked out hawking up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like, you know, the old school. Come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> what was his finish move? The full Nelson? Uh, I think it was a full Nelson slam, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, T Star, don't, don't impress us. Chat room, let me know. Let us know that. I think it was the full Nelson slam, if I'm not mistaken. You know, um, G- Jesus Jr., Johnny Mantel was a good guy to talk to him last is, week. Yeah. Still looked the same. Cowboy yeah. hat and everything. Nice. Mustache is older than us. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, just real quick, I'm sorry, guys. We're talking about uh, GWF, which I'm very much more interested in. Um, yeah, Grusty, uh, right out of Dallas Sportatorium. Oh, okay, GSP, you bought a car from the Patriot a few years back. Yeah, he does work as a car salesman. He was telling me about that when uh, when he came on my show. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do some trivia before we get to the Raw review. And, again, I'm sorry, guys. We're talking about Dallas Fortatorium, 19, early 1990s, 91, 94. Good old stuff. Uh, I think it was – wasn't a – was it a uh, uh, crossbody or uh, – or uh, you know, I think it was sure a, block, a clothesline in GWF. Or, yeah, Soda Block. It might have been Soda Block. Yeah. Sure. Might have been Soda Block. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think it might have been. Yeah, I think it was the Soda Block from like the second row or something like that. Maybe the third row. Maybe Diving Soda Block. Yep, that's it. Now, um, all right, we'll get into some trivia. Um, yeah, just, yeah, Patriot Missile. That's what it was. Yeah, Fantasy Bell of the Day. Um, sorry, guys. We got. We got caught up in the uh, yeah problem heat. That's when I actually start. They were called the Ebony Experience. That's when I actually mm-hmm. start liking Booker T. That was that was my first. Uh, and that's why Booker T is in my top my fave five dog. <laughs> um, he, he, that's when I first start. That's when I first knew about Harlem uh, uh, Heat or the Ebony Experience. Um, Let's talk about their theme. Uh, Sean Walton, <laughs> JL. <laughs> I'll say D. I'll say a D. 
Because it was rough. It was it, rough. Like I was. I, I fell asleep. I fell asleep a couple times. I was so Not bored. Not Chief Featherstone. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go on worse. Forget F. Old school pull cards. I'm not even going to give her all a grade. This is going to be that N slash A. Not <laughs> available. <and> not, <laughs> not, not, not applicable. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Oh, I, my, my, he, he met my lovely fiance. She, the only thing I remember overall, we was, I mean, I was, you know, I had the heat head on my back. We was laying down watching it. And all I remember is Seth Rollins. I, I was dozing on it off. And he did the Falcon mm-hmm. Arrow. And that's it. Next thing I know, yeah. the Giddy yeah, Force is standing yeah. over. And I'm like, wait, who's the little yeah. guy in the ring? Oh, wait, Finn Balor made a vent raw? The little kid. Right. I swear, he looks just like a kid with his hug, like a hug on the Huggies commercial. Is uh, yeah. Raw was just horrible. Yeah. It, it is right so, into the Nia promo was horrible. Nia, um, I'm sorry. Nia is one of the people. My, my, my late mother used to say this, and I get it. My late mother used to always say, some women and men look good until they open their mouths. That's Nia Jax. Yeah. I've been in the elevator with her, staying, we stayed on the same floor, WWE. Beautiful woman, nice. Her voice is annoying. I don't know what's worse listening to her or Seth Rollins talk. And I'm still yeah. trying to figure out what burn it down means. But that's what's going to be wrestling history, <laughs> who drove the White Hummer, and who the real higher power was, and who ran GTV. I think the burn it down. I think the burner down is kind of like you know he was he was the the, the, the architect. So and I think that uh, yeah I think that's where it came from though. And I remember him saying uh, he kept saying I'm a burn suplex feud against uh, Brock Lesnar a couple of years. It's you know. I'm gonna burn soup like a city to the crown. So, yeah. uh, all right, real quick, let's go through these real quick. Let's get into this for the week. JSP uh, said Raw C minus SmackDown C. Tammy says Raw F. Brandon says Raw F and SmackDown B minus. Um, SmackDown, yeah, I think I think B minus is a decent. It was a solid, you know. Uh, I like that Oscar finally gets some love again. Um. <clears throat> Looks like they're doing Nakamura versus Rusev. Kofi, just a random win. I'm cool with that. <laughs> and then Lynch coming. Yeah, what 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 got me though, which was confusing, was uh what are they I mean, I can't stand what they're doing with this face heel stuff. It's it's confusing and it and it really hurts it, like I've said before, it really hurts other baby faces if they're booking Becky Lynch as a heel and she's still a heel, but they're making her do baby face things and that hurts her opponents. Like you want to put Oscar over, she's a clear cut baby face, but it'd be hard to really put her over with someone who's kind of playing the heel role but doing face things and getting cheered. And then they did the thing with, I mean, she hugged Charlotte a, a few weeks back, and now she's beefing with her again. And then it just it was that was weird. Um, it yeah, it was, was off. And I, I don't like that. Uh, real quick, Starcade was was weird too. I mean, you have a uh, <laughs> Ray Mysterio, <laughs> Ray Mysterio still wearing the the neck brace, still wins. It turns into a tag match. Him and Rusev beats um, who did they beat? Miz and uh, Nakamura. 
Um, I mean, they only played what three matches. You, you had the the eight woman uh, tag, which Dana Brooke or was it a six woman tag? Maybe it's, uh, six or eight. Tag. I don't even remember. Uh, Dana Brooke played. I remember Dana Brooke played the baby face, but yep, for Raw good. she comes in and she's a heel. Like this. Just no, really no, no. odd. Yeah. Yeah. When you're in that position in WWE, that's a very bad position just to be a floater like that. Like you yeah, probably don't time. have any type of Yeah, you don't have any any type of uh direction if you're just a floater. Okay. Um uh oh Chris had a disappointed face. Rob said raw uh, raw D minus. So close to F or I agree. SmackDown Live D plus. Um, else, uh, I thought that we uh, uh, <clears throat> a, a segment that a segment we can use as uh, we do it on my show uh, as a as a running gag is things we I'd rather watch than Raw. I'd rather watch <laughs> and we fill in the blank with fans. And the answers I, I'm looking at the, the I'm looking at the. Uh, Looking at the the chat room, it's not what we've been doing the past couple of years. Is you know I'd rather watch Blank than Raw. And the answers uh, touched by Angel, My Little House on the Prairie. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, from early today, Walker Texas Rangers. Someone said Donna drives and dives. Uh, I watch I, yeah. when I watch Raw. Actually, I I'll watch Raw. Enjoy Right, and I'm watching uh, Monday Night Football. Or watching yeah. Justified. I actually, I actually did watch Night Football. I'm a Titans fan, so I actually was watching a lot of Monday Night Football. Then I was so, and I hardly ever turn away from Raw just because you know I take notes and it's three hours and I'm like watching uh, it later. But I was like, dude, I, I just and Titans made Monday Night Football, though we got stopped by Texans, but it was good to see them at least. Um, so yeah, turn it off. <laughs> I kept saying, turn it off. Yeah, turn it raw off. Yes, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> raw. Uh, yeah, nothing screams Starcade. Rob says like a bloodless fifteen minute case match. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, it was. Uh, hey, Susan's asking new class of inductees into the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame 2019. Announcing on tomorrow. Jibble. Okay, later today. That'll be Jibble. cool. JBL. Uh, you think JBL's gonna make? Who else is questions. Um, who was the final ECW Television Champion? Who was the final ECW Television Champion? Um, so we'll probably do the first round this week. No way. <clears throat> let's let's just them through with us and actually. They they send Doug Doug uh, Dillinger in a special wing. Doug Dillinger. In the, the, the really WCW Wildcats. Oh yeah, no one liked um, him. Yeah. <clears throat> so who was the final ECW Television Champion? I'm gonna do a few trivia questions before we get to this bracket here. Um. <laughs> Nick Patrick with Nick Rhino. Rhino, right, Tom, Tom, he's a. 
Uh, our next trivia question. This team was known in the Ring of Honor. Uh, this team was known in Ring of Honor as the Kings of Wrestling. Use their WWE names. This team was known in Ring of Honor as the Kings of Wrestling. Use their WWE names. Who's that guy for that? The Kings of Wrestling. Had a pretty cool pose, too. You know, the, what T-Saw said, the attitude error, he put error, wrong error, but probably was a botch. You know, the storylines was better, but if you really focus on it, the wrestling wasn't necessarily all that better, though. The matches was not no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. the best quality. Ruthless aggression was the best wrestling. Yeah. Sure. Uh, definitely was ruthless aggression. Um, so who are the kings of wrestling? No one knows that. No one knows the kings of wrestling. Um, Ring of Honor is the kings of wrestling. Okay. Gross. There you go, Rob. Good job. Cesaro and Ono, a.k.a. Claudio Castagnoli and Chris Hero. All right, one more before we go to the play of the week. Two-parter here. One, what year was the first Slambery event? And the B question is Vader defeated the WWE World Heavyweight. Uh, he defended the uh, World Heavyweight Championship against who? <laughs> Two parts. Back when Slamboree pay per view said credit. We might review uh, Slamboree uh, if we skim through this bracket. <clears throat> what year was the first Slamboree event and Vader defended the WWE, the WCW World Heavyweight Championship against who? Poor Bulldog. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to skim 93 Bulldog. Boom, boom. David. I had it. All right. I had that's, that uh, on the old What thing was it? The old slamboree thing. Boom, boom. The little rope oh. connecting. Do, 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 do. Gordon Soli talking. All right, let's skim through this part of the week because I want to. <laughs> I want to review the 93 Slambury next week. 93 Slambury. Uh, flavor of the week. Let's get this. Can it be unedited it version? now time for the flavor of the week. The unedited version. <laughs> uh, perhaps. Yes, if it's on YouTube. Uh, I'll probably bring it up for you too. All right, let's let's make this quick. Let's make this quick. Let's do this and let's try to do this in seven minutes time. I start off with the first two: George South versus Gilbert and San Martino, David San Martino versus Rocky King. Let's just do let's do two at a time. George South versus Gilbert and David San Martino versus Rocky King, and of course. As you can see right here, we appreciate your support. There's the Patreon. We're going to migrate the uh, weekly interviews over to the Patreon. Follow Pancakes and Power Sam's at Great Wrestling, and also follow me right there at Chris Prolific. Um, we appreciate your support, everybody. Uh, all right, so what's your got? Uh, Gilbert. So it looks like Gilbert's being uh, George South. We need some quick answers here. Um, George South versus Gilbert and David San Martino versus Rocky King. Um, 
we gotta skim through this so we can so we can make it. Uh, all right, so it looks like Gilbert is winning, and I see Rocky King. All right, uh, did see a David San Martino, but I'm seeing uh, Rocky King beat him out. All right, so the next two is Pez Watley versus the Italian Stallion. Pez Watley. And also Barry Hardy versus Iron Mike Sharp. Mike There's Sharp. two. We got Pez Watley. Pez Watley versus the Italian Stallion. And also Barry Hardy versus Iron Mike Sharp. Here's the two. Let's do this two right here. We can we can do this. Give me the two. Right now we got Gilbert and Rocky King. Um, I really want to get past Pez Watley and Mike Sharp. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I got Italian Italian. Uh, so who do you got for the two? Who do you got for the two? Um, someone said Barry Hardy. All right, who y'all got? Who y'all got? Mike Sharp. Okay, so it looks like Mike Sharp beats uh, <clears throat> Pistol Pez. All right, Brad. <laughs> Pistol Pez Wally, ladies and gentlemen. All right. <laughs> I'll put that down, actually. Pistol Pez. And also uh, Iron Mike Sharp. Okay, Iron Mike Sharp wins as well. All right, the next two is uh, Frank Williams. Remember the Frank Williams guy actually from my hometown uh, on the Piper's Pit segment. And Jumping Joey Mags. And the other one's Kurt Hawkins and Johnny Rods. I was uh, I was debating putting Kurt Hawkins on there because he won a tag team championship, but the streak, uh, he, he made the list. He just made the list. <laughs> so because of, because of the winning streak. Because of this 230 some odd streak, uh, he actually, you know, he makes the list. You just made the list. You just made the list. Uh, I'm saying Frank and Kurt. Frank Frank Williams beat. Uh, all right, Frank Williams. Um, not not to be, uh, not not to be confused with gospel great singer Frank Williams. They're right. Yeah, not two different Franks. Barry Horowitz and Bobby Blaze and Brooklyn Baller and S.D. Jones. Barry Horowitz, Bobby Blaze, Brooklyn Brawler, S.D. Jones. I think we can get. I think we can get. Back, I think we can get through. Bobby Blaze and S.D. Jones. What do I got? Barry Horowitz, Bobby Blaze, and Brooklyn Brawler, S.D. Jones. D. Jones. Bobby Blaze, Brooklyn Brawler, Brooklyn Brawler, all right, Brooklyn Brawler, Bobby Blaze, Blaze. And Brawler. 
right. Um, all right, so final eight. Let's, let's zoom through this. We'll do two at a time. Gilberg and Rocky King and Pistol Pez and Mike Sharp. Who y'all got? Gilberg Rocky and King, Rocky King and, and Pistol Pez against Mike Sharp. Gilberg and King. All right. Gilberg and Rocky King. Y'all got Gilbert versus Rocky King, and also Pistol Pads versus Mike Sharp. I think we can get through this bracket so we can review the 1993 Star King. Uh, 1993. We'll do we'll do Slamboree next week. So the eight. So it was an eight woman tag: Rayleigh, Amber Bone, Sasha Banks, and Dana Brooke against Lisa Fox, Mickey uh, James, Nia Jax. Gil, uh, Gilberg and Sharp, Gilberg and King, Gilberg and Sharp. All right, Gilberg and Iron Mike Sharp. We got Gilbert and Mike Sharp. Uh, best thing that came out of Canada, actually. Uh, Frank Williams and Kurt Hawkins. Bobby plays against Brooklyn Brawler. Get through these next four: Frank Williams and Hawkins, Bobby plays, and the Brooklyn Brawler. Frank Williams, Hawkins, Bobby plays, Brooklyn Brawler. Hawkins and Brawler, GSP says. Hawkins and Brawler. No, no, I'm sorry. Um, Williams and Brawler, I'm sorry. Hawkins and Brawler, okay. I'm saying Hawkins and Brawler. Hawkins and Brawler. Final four, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Okay, all right, so let's do these two matches. Uh, Gilbert against Iron Mike Sharp and Kurt Hawkins against the Brooklyn Brawler. Final four. I'm very happy that we got through that we got uh, through this bracket. Iron Sharp and Hawkins. Gilbert versus Sharp. Hawkins versus Kurt Hawkins. All right. Hawkins. And or someone said Hawkins in. Oh, wait a minute. Iron Mike Sharp. <laughs> okay. Iron Mike Sharp, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, at the end. All right. At the end, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Here it is. The final two, the final match. Let's hurry up and get them through. Iron Mike Sharp against Kurt Hawkins. Who is the best <laughs> jobber? 
AEW history. Iron Mike Sharp. Our Kurt Hawkins. Who do you got? The Mike pressure's Sharp. on. The pressure's Mike Sharp. on. Who you got, man? Wait, wait, Kurt, 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 wait, then Kurt got it. Oh. <laughs> five, Kurt. No shark. Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest jobber in the WWE. Kurt wow. And wow. Kurt Hawkins. This is unbelievable. That's the greatest job in history. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, the fans, the fans, uh, the fans said it, ladies and gentlemen. All right, it's been a pleasure as always, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Pancakes of Power Slam show. Thank you so much for uh, just just being a part of this. Uh, this is uh, this is a fantastic show tonight. All right, so again, as you can see, uh, follow Pancakes and Power Slams. Follow Chris Featherstone at Chris Prolific, as you can see right there. Follow the Pancakes and Power Slam show at Craig Wrestling. Patreon.com slash Pancakes and Power Slams. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Evertech Proud, this is Chris Featherstone. It's been fun. Thank you so much for being a part of the show tonight. Until next week, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless, and always remember... Have a good night. Good night, everybody. See you.